Hello, and welcome to Myths, Heresies, and Hearsay. I'm Harold, your host, and we will be exploring, as the title indicates, the real or imagined flaws and inaccuracies in historical and biblical contexts. I'm sure most of us have wondered about stories we've heard over the years that couldn't possibly have any territory in reality. So first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I am first not a biblical scholar, and in fact, I'm not a fan of religion. More on that later. I'm an avid home brewer, so the podcast could easily be shifted towards home brewing if I get any feedback on that subject. So keep that in mind. I have always enjoyed history and began listening to podcasts of Mike Duncan's History of Rome and Revolutions. I have also gotten into some of Dan Carlin's work. I was introduced to the genre by my son, Chris. Shameless promotion here. Who has his own podcast entitled Carnage and Conquest. So if you are so inclined, I found that to be very entertaining. I was pleasantly surprised that my own progeny could put that much perspective on the subject. I'll try not to embarrass my son too much and just leave it at that. I am a huge baseball and football fan. And as you can tell by the opening music, a fan of uh, Celtic grunge punk rock. Although I couldn't find the bagpipe song that I was looking for. So I'm hoping you'll bear with me for an episode or three as I make my case. So without any further ado, let's start out with the most ridiculous story I can think of. A Talking Snake, A Most Ridiculous Story, Episode 1. The most ridiculous story I can imagine in the Bible is that Adam and Eve encountered a talking snake. A talking snake? Come on, really? That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. No wonder most people think that this Bible is a bunch of hooey. I mean, right out of the gate, the silliest thing you can imagine. And I can imagine a lot of silly things. So, let's look at the original language in Hebrew. Again, I'm not a Hebrew scholar, but I have learned some really interesting things by looking at the original Hebrew. The original Hebrew states that what Adam and Eve encountered in this Garden of Eden was the Seraph Nakash. The Seraph Nakash. Okay, what's that? Nakash actually means shining one. Right away, that will get the attention of a lot of Bible thumpers out there. As they know, it is said that Satan poses as an angel of light. Okay, so what is Seraph? Seraph is a class of angel. So now we're getting a clear picture of this being that they did encounter, and it sounds a lot more awesome than a talking snake. To be fair, 
Both of these words, seraph and nakash, have always been root words for a serpentine creature throughout history and through many languages. So you can see why different translations have come down through the ages the way they have. It looks like the word serpentine even comes from seraph. If so, I have a question. Is this how the entire seraph class of angels appeared? As serpent looking? Sounds like the stuff that nightmares are made of. And even our popular literature is ingrained with these images. Such as the bounty hunters on, uh, in Star Wars and the dreaded Gorn in Star Trek. These images have bled into our collective consciousness from the time that man discovered fire. And it makes me wonder if there isn't something to it. I'd like to touch on this theme at a later time. Oh, I see where you're going with this, Harold. You started out debunking a biblical myth and ended up giving the story some a touch of credibility. I thought you weren't a fan of religion. Well, I'm not. Religion is a man-made institution, always has been. There are always a list of rules to follow, the do's and the don'ts, if you will. Notice there are always more don'ts. Example, don't eat meat on Friday, don't eat certain foods, don't smoke, don't drink alcoholic beverages, don't dance or enjoy certain kinds of music. Some of the do's are just as bad. There were religions that said that you should sacrifice your firstborn son. Yeah, we're not just talking about Christian religions. We are talking about religion. Wars are fought with the theme of my God is better than your God. Catholics pursue those heretic Protestants. A hundred years later, the Protestants are doing it to the Catholics. So, no, not a big fan. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, or back to the narrative, did you know that there are many classes of angels? There are nine, in fact, known classes of angelic beings. For instance, one class of angel are the cherub class. I bring this up because in the book of Isaiah, Lucifer is described as a cherub. The anointed cherub, in fact. Now this gets me going down a rabbit hole a bit because it makes me wonder. If Satan was a seraph, or of the seraph class, and Lucifer was a cherub, might Lucifer and Satan not be the same entity? This is quite a rabbit hole. I do have more on this, so for now I'll just say more on this later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>